record away. All right. Welcome to this episode of The Journey. It has been almost a month since we did our last Clean Layer update. And it is recording this on 9-11, so a sad day in general. And uh, and our update is not overly happy either. So it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably not the together. All right, probably not the way to... exciting podcast. <laughs> um, well, we would have waited another week to do uh, the recording, but we just sent out some news and made some decisions and sent out some things to, to beta customers and investors and so forth. So we thought good to go ahead and record the update now. Um, I always I say this every time we do an update that I always talk. Um, do you want me to? You keep? do. Yeah. You're talking or do you guys want to talk? Well, we can jump in and talk, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I think on the last Clean Layer update, we gave the information that beta didn't quite go like we thought it was going to go and that we started some focus groups. But I think during the last update, we were really excited about our, our next path, which was we were going to um, sign a couple customers, work with them specifically and build out the enhancements that they needed so that by the end of the year, we could have a couple customers either on it and using it and excited and have those testimonials and know how they use it. Or if we did everything they asked for and they still weren't using it, that would tell us something as well. So after that podcast, we did just that. We were lucky enough to have one law firm um, agree. We'll give a shout out to Bella Wood. They were great and very helpful. Agree to use the product. We sat with them, Justin and John sat with them for a couple hours every day for a week to gather requirements and make sure we were working on the right things. And it became clear by the end of the week that they specifically were probably too advanced to be at least an initial client. They had a lot of great products already in place and a lot of the functionality that we were going to bring them was already there in their flow. They just needed to start using it and essentially agreed both internally and with them that they were probably not the right um, first client. Do you guys want to add anything to that part of the story? I think that's I think that's accurate. I mean, they were just they were just a little bit more advanced of a firm um, in terms of their technology stack. So they had tools and everything that sort of achieved a lot of the things that we were after a bit fragmented, I guess you could say, because they had multiple tools to achieve it. Um, and we kind of wanted to centralize it. But centralizing it wasn't enough of a of a of a jump. I don't think that would kind of align with what their top priority was as an organization, what they're trying to um, the pain points they're trying to solve operationally. Um, so it just it just didn't didn't make sense. And some of those things were kind of going in a little bit of a different direction than what we had what we had set out to do. Um, and it just I don't know, it just became it was very, very clear and apparent pretty early on that it wasn't a um, that it wasn't going to be as simple as we thought it would be. <laughs> we thought that ah, there'd be a few gaps that we would solve and then get them to use it. Um, but that just wasn't the case. Yep. John, anything you want to add? Yeah, no, no, no. I think that's that's spot on um, for that. Okay. Um, so then we had a target for what would be our other beta customer. And we didn't get to spend as much time with him, but this was an individual inside an organization who really had the same mindset we did when we were building the product, was very excited, 
about the product itself, um, the features, and and really was kind of our perfect use case of somebody who would use it. And Justin and John spent some time with him and not not as much and as in-depth of time, but some time to get his feedback so we could think about what would we need to enhance for him to use it. And we got done with those conversations or they got done with those conversations. And we all basically agreed that, yeah, he is our target, our target type of customer. He's exactly who we're wanting. Um, And we could do these handful of enhancements and, and we think he would use it. However, we had no idea how to find people like him. So if, if we're, so basically we just didn't know how to go to market. If we were going to market to sell the law firms, it would be one thing if we were going to market to sell to particular type of companies, but we were going to market to find a person inside an organization who happened to do SOWs or MSAs, past documents back and forth. And so we were a little nervous about spending the time and money to get it to where he needed it and then still not having a great go-to-market plan. Um, and again, as a reminder, I hate saying this reminder because I'm not, I don't love it. But when we started this, we told investors maybe at 20%, we kind of do it go, no go. We are not at 20% yet. Um, we probably wouldn't have reached 20% until December if we increased resources or, or February, March, if we didn't. But we wanted we wanted to make sure that if we were going to spend the delta and the money between what we've spent and the 20%, that it was actually going to get us to a place where we could make a decision. And we didn't feel like we were going to be able to do that. Right. Do you guys want to add anything to that? No, other than I think that's the right call. I think that's, it's good. I mean, we have to be good stewards of people's money and we have investors and I know we all put money in too, but we have more people to think about as well. So if, if spending that Delta between now and then our confidence level is really low, then it seems like the best idea not to, not to do it in my opinion. Yep. John. Yeah. Yeah. And just searching for that. Um, you know, again, you, you refer to product market fit, but just the, um, the right, you know, we all, and you'll probably get to this in the next phase of kind of the update, but, um, um, understanding that, um, something's going to take place. There will be disruptive technologies coming um, in this, in this kind of area. And, you know, maybe we'll provide them or whatever, but, um, uh, but yeah, it's just finding exactly what that, um, what that thing is and the thing that um, grabs customers and that they really, really embrace and that you can kind of see a, see a path there. So um, yeah, we didn't get there with the path that we were on. and, And that was kind of our, our discovery to this point. Right. So the good news and all of that is the three of us were at least on the same page. It we got there in different times and we all had to to you know dig through and evaluate differently. Uh, but the three of us were on the same page that um, we really thought something was there. We believe something is there. We think the market needs something, but but we were not able to prove the product market fit. We weren't able to get customers using it. So we were on the same page, like Justin said, to be a good steward of the money and stop spending. So um, I guess on Tuesday, on Tuesday, I believe, we um, talked to our team or we talked to one person on our team, sent an email to the rest of the team, but and and let them know of the decision that we weren't going to do any more development work and to cease development work and cease spending. We... 
uh, talked to, we sent a note out to investors, letting them know where we were at. And then we sent a note to our beta clients, letting them know we were, were stopping the beta and walked them through the things that we're talking through on this podcast. So the next thing that came up was, okay, is, are we done, done? Like, are we just done? And we're going to return whatever percentage of money to the investors. Well, um, let me pause there because I think just from the, um, from the standpoint of the journey in the podcast, just, uh, Let's take a second, maybe, I think, for the, for the listener to, um, I don't know, to reflect, because it's just that, that was a very um, a good kind of matter of fact update. But, you know, when you rewind to, man, we have this idea, we think it's going to just day one, we have this idea, we think it's going to hit. Um, we've raised money, we've got the right capital, we've had... Um, blessing of you know good people hit the team and just kind of kind of the hope and then you kind of go through the arc of oh development is slower and tougher than than we think and um or or maybe thought and um and then just you know the certain roadblocks or or bumps in the road that we've talked about through the podcast and so now it's kind of um coming to terms with uh the conclusion that you just ran through and communicating that and and i don't know just for if each of the three of us want to go through and kind of talk about that from uh from our perspectives um for people that are that are starting and running businesses and um trying and failing and trying again and, and, you know, just going through that process, that creative process, or that um, business building process. So maybe a, just a few comments on that from, from each of you guys on how that feels or what it was like. Man, you're going to make us get emotional instead of matter. Of fact. <laughs> well, why don't you go first, John? Then yeah. Just- well, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm the easiest, I'm the least emotional about this stuff. So, so for me, I think my, my personality is, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's the accountant, it's the challenger, it's the matter of fact kind of plotted out. And so, yeah, when I, when I entered into this, you know, I thought, okay, I'm definitely behind the idea and, and love the people that we got involved in all that stuff. So, so that was good. And then with Stephanie, I would see with her, you know, your leadership and, and your track record and your connections and all that stuff that just gives you a lot of a lot of things to feel good about, you know, as you start a business, but still I, um, um, and you do too. Maybe both of you guys have the same appreciation for how hard a business is and stuff. You've talked a lot about how, um, luck played into your, um, uh, um, your past success and stuff like that. So I think any kind of, um, I don't know, Maybe there's just a certain amount of humility that, that you've got or whatever that goes with that where you, so I don't know whether you actually believe that it's luck or that you just want to be humble and you really think it was skill and you really think it was these things, but, but you want to be humble and you want to kind of defer to um, karma or whatever it is. And, and I, I say that I, I really do believe that you believe in, in lucky strokes and divine, you know, kind of, um, help that you got along the way. So I'm, I'm just kind of saying that to be, to be full circle on it. But, but so me analyzing that it's, um, well, okay. You don't just turn a million dollars into a hundred million. If you, if you could do that, then everybody would be doing it. So, so it's just, there's just a certain chance of success that goes with that. And then 
even if you could recreate past successes, well, what about the luck factors that flowed into those past successes? Do we do we have to get lucky in the same ways too? So we've got to be just as good or maybe better. And then we just got to get this luck injection. And where does that come from? And um, so I just think of it real analytically like that. And so that, that causes me to think, okay, you know, this has got, you know, 20% chance shot or whatever, whatever the percentage is, but it's not, you know, so I just put odds on the thing. It's like, okay, we're going to chase something, but we're trying to hit a home run here. You don't hit a home run every time at bat, you know? And so I just looked at it that way. So I, I, in my own mind, didn't get attached to the idea ever from day one. This is part of my problem. Attached to the idea of certain victory or a certain home run. So I, I didn't have that kind of attachment to, um, to success. And I think you guys are both wired differently. We've probably talked about this on other podcasts. It's like, well, well, if you don't see that you're going to be successful and have like that kind of single mindedness of failure is not an option and success is the only way forward and all that stuff. I mean, you can, you can fail and correct and all that stuff. And what are you even doing this for and all that stuff, you know, just, just those mindsets, but that's just, you know, me. Right. And, um, and, and so for me, um, uh, some of this stuff was probably the realization of risks. I had all these risks written down in a risk management action plan. And these are the risks and these are the things that can go wrong for us. And these are the things that can cause us to fail or, or not kind of move forward on, on this thing. Everything that happened was written down. It was considered, it was a possibility. And so, so from my mental standpoint, not being attached to the idea of this being a life changing forever thing and being more of a long shot, it didn't, it didn't wear, you know, the same way. And so I've enjoyed the ride and all that stuff, but I don't have the, I didn't have the, the disappointment. Like, oh man, I really lost something that I, I really believed in this. I don't understand it. So I just, I just didn't feel it that way. So for me, it's been um, probably easier to cope from that. Not easier, but, but just, yeah, whatever, whatever it is, it just hasn't hit me emotionally because, Hey, we took a shot. It was a long shot and, um, we're going to try again, but this shot hasn't, hasn't didn't quite go how we hoped it would go. Um, so that, that's kind of my perspective on it, which I think is very different from, from each of yours, which are probably different from each other. Yeah. All right. Well, fair, fair and true. Justin, how about yours? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. I mean, I think, you know, we believed in something, we went after it and we just realized and came to the conclusion that what we were after was not the right approach. Like we just don't have, we, we just don't have a good go to market um, plan. Like our assumptions were just validated in the direction we didn't hope. Um, but I think there's still, I think we all still are maybe some of us, or at least I do still believe that there's something here. And then if we can solve that problem, then there's, then there's still, uh, you know, there's still something worth continuing to explore. Um, but I also agree that the best way to explore that is, you know, not spending cash because, you know, I don't want to, you don't want to waste money. Um, but no, it's, it's been great. It's been fun. Like I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change anything. I would, I'll do it again. Um, so yeah, from that, from that perspective, I mean, it's just, you have to take the the good with the bad, I guess, or the risks and the reward. Um, I mean, there was a lot of risks associated with it. The, 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 chances of of any company or startup like succeeding is really low but it felt like we have a good team we had all the right pieces in place it's just you know we tried something we went to beta we launched a product that's something we should be very proud of and we just got some feedback that actually saved us 
more time and more money. I mean, you know, I think I just think we took the right approach. I think everything was was good. And I'd be I mean, even as an investor of somebody who's stands to lose significant money, uh, having put money in, like I still I'm not disappointed in 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 what we've done or in the effort that we all put in. I think I think that was all all good and, and placed you know, in the right, right areas. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I still think there's more opportunity. I think we're moving into a bit of a phase where we're trying to figure some stuff out and what we do next. And so I still want to, I still want to see that through and, and, you know, try to figure that stuff out. So I'm still, I guess, motivated. I guess I'm in a little bit of a spot where it's, you know, you start to think of, well, if it doesn't work out, then what do you do next? So some of those feelings and, and thoughts will come into play, but I'm still very much interested in, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, some of those things that, that we've identified recently and just seeing, is there a path forward here or not? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but you said, but this week specifically has after the announcement stuff was a little harder for you. Yeah. 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 Totally a lull. Okay. What's, what's next? Like, yeah, now, yeah. Now it's more of a high percentage chance that this isn't it. And then, yeah. What's next? yeah. Yeah. As those, as those, as that becomes more of a reality and you're like, well, there's, there's really a good chance that we just don't do anything further with the company or, you know, try to sell it or do whatever we want to do with it. But um, when that sets in, then you start to think of contingencies and alternatives, like what do you do next? Um, and so that, that plays into it. And yeah, this week's just been a little bit of a lull just because it's like, well, some of the steam, I guess, gets ripped out of you a little bit or the um, excitement, I guess, gets ripped out a tad, but um, it's just a, I think it's just a temporary thing. Just need to regroup and, and figure out what we're going to do next. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think listening to you two now and in the past conversations we've had uh, is certainly, I feel like been not harder. I mean, I don't want to say it's been harder on me because I don't know how it's been on you guys other than what you've said, but the way you both describe it definitely feels like it's been harder on me. Uh, like it's been definitely more emotional for me. Uh from from many, you know, from oh, John says his mic went out. Um, yeah, from many different angles, but uh, it's been emotionally exhausting for me. Uh, it's been depressing. It's been <laughs> well, there's all that. But yeah, yeah. So I've, I've me, had, me and John just probably aren't good at expressing our feelings. I guess not. Because <laughs> we'll be well, I think you, you might be just expressing them the way they are. All right, yeah. John's up here sharing a microphone with me now. And the dog okay. is also sharing a microphone with us. And thanks, John. I mean, there's not John Graham. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's been, I think it's been very difficult on me because I feel like with Defy, every time a challenge came up, I felt excited and empowered and able to overcome the challenge. And there were a lot of challenges. And I've said this on other podcasts. I mean, there were times where I would just sit in a hotel room and, and cry and try to figure out what was next. Right. And, um, but with this, yeah, I feel like I've like, I pushed against every door, pushed against every angle and I just can't figure it out. And so I don't like that. I love organizing chaos. I love problem solving. I don't like not being able to come up with with a solution. So, so the dips, the kind of the depressing dips, the downs, the crazy, you know, no line goes straight up that part. I think none of us like, but as you get more mature, you realize that that's all it is. And then there's going to be, a, you know, something on the other side. Um, but 
but yeah, it's been, it's been very frustrating to me not to be able to figure out a path forward. Um, so that, that's been frustrating that the 20%, as we've talked about, has weighed on me a mm-hmm. lot. And again, I think it's a, it's good and bad. There are definite yep. pros about it because when you're going for this type of product, I think it's easy to just, oh, let's just try one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Yep. And, um, and I hadn't built this type of product before. So for the investors to feel safe sharing, you know, giving us a shot, I think it was, I think it was very fair on the other side. I feel like it definitely cramped my creativity Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel like my creativity and ability to problem solve uniquely is one of my strengths that wasn't able to be used as well here. So, um, so yeah, so it's it's been um, it's, it's and it's also difficult because I legit believe that something is needed in the market. And yeah, so so that's, I think that's evident with just everything you see going on. I mean, there's all right. sorts of businesses that exist. There's people raising millions and millions of dollars. Um, right. And I think we just were, you know, we were going at it from a little bit of a different angle. And I think we were just starting to discover that, you know, the way that, you know, the only way that it makes sense for what we were doing to go to market is probably to sell to individuals. And it's a much tougher sell to, I guess, the enterprise. Um, and I think our whole model to some degree was based on selling to the enterprise. And when that breaks down and you have to look at things like freemium and, you know, subscription models, then the finances just quickly break, break, right? And that's really the only reason we don't feel confident to go further is we don't have a financial model that supports freemium and to get us to what we need from a product standpoint and stay within the 20% constraint. Right. There's a hope and a prayer. So right. Steph, um, you mentioned the 20%. So in retrospect, when you're raising money, um, because what we did was we rated, raised just because you just had a lot of people who wanted to subscribe to it, um, a lot more money than we thought we needed to, to get this going. So would you have preferred to um, a kind of have three options, not raise any money externally and kind of go until you kind of hit the a little closer to the revenue threshold or raise closer to exactly what you needed with no caveats to it or raise a lot more than you think you need, but just don't put the caveats on it and just say, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I've thought about it. I just, I don't, no, because I understand the odds. I understand if we'd done any of those, we still would have a chance of failing, right? I still get that if it would have been our own money only, we'd have a chance of failing. If we would have just raised, you know, just what we needed, but then lost all of it from just those handful of people, there's still a chance of failing. So I get all that. So I don't, I don't know if I have a specific answer. It's, I don't know. The best way I can describe it is you know, when you're young and you're first married or you're young and first having kids or whatever, and you don't have any money, you're creative, right? You're creative about what you do and how you spend. And you wouldn't buy a water bottle at a gas station because that's $2 in this. And so you're, you're forced to be creative to make your budget work. Well, well let's just say the, the extreme of that is let's just say we had, um, uh, didn't have cash and just put them, we just took a mortgage on the house yeah. and this is what entrepreneurs will do. Yeah. Cash out their 401k, put the mortgage on the house, 
and put that money in. If, if yeah. we had just done that, do we have a home run winning company? Well, just with the pressure that, that that generates. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that any of those paths guarantee the home run. I'm not naive enough to think right. that. Do I believe they give more urgency or more urgency? Do they believe, do I believe they spark my creativity more? Do I believe they, um, yeah, just kind of force different things. Yeah. I believe they force different things, right? When you, when you don't have another, yeah, you just force those other things. And so, and I'm not saying at all that we all didn't work hard. I think yeah. we all did work really hard and we worked on the product and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, and I, I guess we could have said, okay, investors, here's your money back and we'll go get a mortgage on the house and do it. So I guess we could have been creative in other ways. It just, I, I would probably choose any path that I felt didn't stifle creativity. And um, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, a personal thing. And I think there's there's analogies to pro athletes and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, for me, I like the way Justin summarized it. I think. Um, uh, yeah, it's a great way to, it's a great way to look at it in the sense that I think we were true to our original idea. We executed on it, um, reasonably well, you know, with bumps on the road and stuff, but basically people did work hard. I thought your energy level was great. I do understand when, um, you're trying to figure out how in the world am I going to accomplish this? It, it could be different, but, um, but relative to other people's energy level, I think your energy level was was good. And um, uh, yeah, we're honest. And then we ultimately did right. We were doing right by the investors um, by being very careful with their money. But again, if uh, you know, if we feel like there's even a reasonable chance that we can um, uh, get the company going and accomplish our goals, then we we certainly have an obligation to do that as well. So I don't know. All, all in all, I think we've we've gone through it well, but, but really well. And so, so I'm proud of from that standpoint, it's been a good experience to this point from that standpoint. Um, I would agree to you with you that, that just the, the X factor of I've either got everything on the line from a risk standpoint, or just that core feeling of, and this is, ultimately a capitalism kind of thing um, that, that just feeling of this is my, I've always wanted to be rich. I've always <laughs> wanted to be rich. This is my shot to be rich. This is my only shot. This is my first and best or only shot to be rich. I will do anything it takes to be rich. And as long as it's legal, as long ethical. as it's legal and just have <laughs> that kind of that kind of drive from everybody, you know, everybody involved and stuff like that. And, and Justin, we, we had you, um, not drawn a paycheck from this. So, so that's pretty serious commitment, you know, right. The developer was drawing half pay. That's a pretty serious commitment. You're not just doing that for the fun of it. And so we, we had a lot on the line, but you still had a comfortable house and you don't, <laughs> you don't have a pure desire to be a, billionaire in life or a trillionaire in life or you're pretty happy with where you are you want you you would love to start a successful business sure but you wouldn't you know take out your family to have 10 million dollars in the bank and right. there are some people that i know personally that would right <laughs> so, say their name, say yeah. their name. 
so anyway, it's just it's just how do you, how do you once you kind of get fat and happy, so to speak, um, how do you how do you have and you still have the skills and the capabilities and you still have a decent edge, but how do you create the ultimate edge from within your team if that's even the X factor? But but I think it's just that that extra. Um, yeah, and certainly, you know, according to the way that I talked about this, I obviously never had that. My my priority was the family, my free time, just all kinds of things. But I, I haven't been, you know, a forty hour contributor to this at all. But but my priorities absolutely were not um, in my life. The singular thing that I need to do is make this business be successful. Um, so it's just that kind of dynamic, I think, that you're yeah. that you're talking about. That's um, important. Yeah. The uh... The the 20% thing for me, I, I guess in in retrospect, I think it was good. It created it created a, a milestone for us. It also created communication to investors and it created something that they bought into. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's important because everybody was on the same page. And so as we're marching toward towards that, is is as crazy as we didn't like it, you know, kind of through the process and we felt that was, you know, a bit of a, a challenge. I don't know that I would change that. Like the only thing I I might change doing it again was maybe just have more, um, I don't know, just be more transparent around that percentage. Say, hey, we feel this is going to be it, but we're not sure. That's what we're going to march towards. And we'll keep you updated along the way, just as we did. And then maybe we would have had some contingency or something to say, we may need to adjust this number based on whatever that may be, communicate to, to investors, and then maybe be able to adjust that along the way, which to be wow. quite honest, they probably would be okay with us adjusting it now. We just don't feel comfortable even approaching it. Right. Yeah. Well, I absolutely. If we felt like we were, if we felt confident enough, there's nothing that legally we had to hold to that. I would, I would sure. have been fine to tell the investors, you know, five or 10% more and here's why, and here's the logic, yeah. but yep. we just didn't have that logic to go to them. So I just had nothing right. to go to them with. So yep. um, since we're getting close to the 30 minutes, I'll, I'll yeah. end, I'll kind of close out with saying, um, so, so our options were just shut it down, just like done, give the investors their money, close the company. That's, that's kind of option number one. Option number two is um, shut it down, but sell the asset for, you know, at least what we've spent, just what we've spent basically, maybe find a competitor, find somebody who the asset might be good for, or somebody on the team might be able to help them. Um, so we're looking into that option. We haven't spent a ton of cash, so it's not tons for somebody to invest. We're looking into maybe some like-minded companies who are trying to solve the same issue um, with kind of a hope and a prayer and a dream that we could still be part of this revolution and, yeah. and what we've done might be able to help it. Um, and then the third option, Justin kind of alluded to was, okay, wait a minute, this, we, we learned what was good and bad about the product, what people are kind of adopt, what not adopt. We learn more about the marketplace. And is there is there something we could build in a, a quicker manner, I would say, to get results in a quicker manner as far as feedback from beta users rather than going X number of months before? So is there a way to kind of start with something basic, put it out there in a freemium type model, get people using it, add on, get people using it, so forth and so on, without spending investors' money that might give us what we just talked about that might give us data points and information where we could go back to the investors and say, okay, now we've figured this out and we've got these data points and, um, and here's our new financial plan. Here's the new plan. 
uh, and and we want to go forward. Um, so those are kind of the three options. I would say before picking option number one, we're exploring option number two and three. So um, there's there's one company that I think we've all looked at and like their their messaging and their website and what they're trying to do um, and trying to see is there a way to work together there and also looking to see, um, you know, if we can pull together the right team to try to kind of really truly bootstrap it and and put something out there that gets some traction and gets some numbers. So as of right now, um, we are not going to shut down and return money, but we're going to give it just a little bit longer since we just kind of made this decision just a little bit longer. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's two weeks or six weeks, but um, a little bit longer to explore options number two and three before making the final decision. Yep. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where we're at.